Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined, as always, by my birthday boy co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time, except for these EAE singles episode where we... Episodes... I should have pluralized that. Uh, where we talk about <laughs> one album at a time, usually a new one. And today, what are we discussing? We'll be discussing... Uh, Did Forty and Slip... That's how I f- have felt lately. I felt disgusting. But we will be discussing the new album by Paramore. This is why. This is why. So fans of this show will find this to be an unusual. This is kind of a curveball here. We usually cover noisy bands and brutal bands and heavy bands and bands no one likes. And then now we're covering a big old giant pop band that I have a guilty pleasure fondness for <laughs> I've yes. had for many years <laughs> yes which is why i thought it would be interesting to re- review this album as well as the buzz going into it seemed to be genuinely positive at- all their albums are pretty much like acclaimed mm-hmm. at least they have been for a while and uh i i i mean this is like the kind of shit that i hate i fucking hate the teenage girl rock essentially what is what this band is was for a long time and then their self-titled album came out in 2013 and my brother robert friend mm-hmm. of the show he's like i know what you're thinking <laughs> but i'm gonna need you to listen to this paramore album I'm like go, go fuck yourself dude i don't need to do anything <laughs> a lot of it i was fighting myself i was like no i, cu- I couldn't like something like this i couldn't i shouldn't mm-hmm. i will not and then i listened to it, i was like God damn, this is fucking really cool. And it was well written. A lot of it was still cheesy and girly and like, you know, ugh, the lyrics are pretty fucking rough. But the production, I mentioned many times in the past, it was mixed by the guy from Failure, whose name you'll see on the screen because I forgot it. I forgot it right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mixing was incredible. Like the, the layers on that album, I was like, this is insanely deep and really like, I don't want to say edgy, but intricate and noisy and, and very creative. And then, sorry, I'm talking a lot. And oh, then, no. And then they put out, what is it, After Laughter in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm a Paramore fan now. I might as well listen to it. Yeah. Hated it. Oh, wow. Poppy bubblegum dog shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for like a f- few songs. Like, okay, I, it was a fluke. I just like the one album. It's a fucking fluke. Well, uh, if, if you feel similar to how I feel, I don't think it's a fluke. Not a fluke. This is their best album. That yeah, I don't have any experience listening to them outside of like you know misery businesses. I know it's not called that. Um, <laughs> and you know big songs or you know I think Haley did a song with Bob. Um, and that's what I know I'm for. I've never felt like this is a band I need to listen to. But Mike's fondness of their self-title album and the buzz around this one, I was like, you know what? Let me give it a try. And uh, I like it. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> this is like, this is album of the year material for me. <laughs> I fucking Hell love yeah, it. Dude. Hell yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm damn, like I'm blushing because it's like, yeah. it's ridiculous. I should fucking hate this. It sucks. It doesn't suck though. It's, I can't believe how much better it is than the self-titled album. And again, that's an album I like. I don't. In a weird guilty way though. I don't know exactly what I was expecting from this. But I sure as hell was not expecting a kind of 
throwback album and they even said it in an interview to bands like block party the rapture moving units yep and it's interesting because paramore's first album came out around that time so it's not like it's yeah yeah it's not like a younger band they're not going to their dad's music yeah so it's very interesting where it's like not a throwback for them and then it's a throwback to this like very specific time that was kind of harkening back to bands like ESG and and Gangs of Four. Gang of Four. Sorry, Gang of Four. I'm- and I'm I get so there's a lot of Gang of Four vibes I, that I got from this. Mm-hmm. Actually, the main things, at least uh, feeling wise, from this whole album, the main two uh, two bands that kept coming to mind are Gang of Four and Stereolab, mm-hmm. and two bands I like a lot and. It, it really just felt like them. It, it, it's obviously different and the, there's a complete unique songs and, and these melodies, I mean, God damn, these are really beautifully, beautifully, wholly unique melodies. But I'm also, I'm also glad it's, it sounds amazing too. It does sound very good. I still think self-titled is like a better sounding album just because it has I, that live feel to it. I gave that a quick run through, not enough to, give any proper thoughts on it but it does it does sound that does sound to me it sounds incredible it's really big and giant and uh but this one is is very small snappy like mm-hmm. like i keep thinking of like post-punk stuff where it's very like the snare is very very a very pat kind of snare where it's very small and contained there's yeah. hardly any reverb on anything well there is but like not in a very um like overt way mm-hmm. yeah the um Speaking of drums, Zach Ferrero is, I know he's not a new drummer, but he's like my favorite new, new to me drummer after listening to this. Like, I had no idea the types of beats this man was, was laying down. Dude, interesting stuff. Like really, truly creative beats. Yeah. Like, oh man, that's like, even, even the rhythms themselves are like, that's an unusually, it's still like four, four, but it feels different. It feels more complicated than that. Cause it'd be so easy this to do like the, the open eye hat thing. And it would have been, it's probably still would have been great, but yeah, you get them doing these, like it, this really interesting beats. And then, um, go while we're on the subject of songs, that's that sound more intricate than they are. And I might be wrong cause I'm not a, uh, um, time signature specialist but the the way that vibraphone sounds on figure eight is just figure eight is the most rhythmically uh interesting song on the album 100 i yeah it's probably my favorite song on the album this because it's so it's so out of left field it still fits nicely in this album but i just wasn't expecting like something rooted in the vibraphone yeah that and that song i mean it comes on uh, it's track seven it comes on a little later in the album but it still feels like oh all right they're not just leaning back into this mm-hmm. um the only time they, they it kind of gets repetitive are and the only low point in the entire album are uh is crave following liar because they're two of the same types of songs back to back they're you know just kind of dark ballads and I still think they're, I mean, I like Liar a lot more than Crave, but I still find songs. I I agree with that statement. I think Crave is like the weakest song on the album. For sure. Like Liar has some like intricacies to it. And uh, it kind of sounds like what 
like the Mars Volta wanted to do on their last album. It's so hilarious how much better this album is than the Mars Volta reunion album. I'm checking that episode. It's 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 a weird time. Very. And then yeah, the closer thick skull. They're, that's my favorite song in the yeah, album. That's it's doing so much without being like overwhelming. It's a beautifully simple main riff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, three three chords essentially, and the, the last the last chord is like a um like a major variation of the last that was a very complicated try that again it's <laughs> four chords but the last two are the same chord one is just minor the other one's major it's a very very beautiful progression mm-hmm. but the way it builds oh it gets so passionate the vocals are i mean the vocal Haley's incredible vocalist top to bottom but uh it's also the only song in the album where they just throw in this little short guitar solo and it's not like when you when I think of short guitar solos, I think of just a little punky kind of thing or a mm-hmm. little rock and roll riff. This is a fucking strange, beautifully constructed but succinct solo. Like uh, that's also, like a noise rock solo almost. Yeah. Also, like yeah, this is not a guitar solo album, but still all the credit in the world to Taylor York for doing these these great poppy dancey riffs and. Uh, just kind of like staying in his lane and doing what's good for the song. Everything feels so mature here, especially following that last album. I mean, that last album is as I'm, I'm seriously over the top, bubble gummy, shiny, squeaky clean production. Very dancey. I, I might have to give it a, a once listen just for reference. Yeah, because it's fine. Like, the I mean, the songs themselves, like there's some legitimately nice songs on there, but it's just. Ugh, it's fucking nauseating like for the most part like the whole style and then you get this and this is a dark really bitter really tight uh and i don't want to say minimal because it's not minimal but compared to like the overproduced stuff mm-hmm. that we hear a lot in pop music it does feel minimal it it is also always crazy to me whenever i hear an an album like this from a gigantic group or um flashback to one the weekend did like the after hours and these gigantic groups who don't have to make albums are like no we still want to make an album Mm -hmm. where front to back it it kind of you know it's not a concept album but it feels like a a a whole story it it is uh they're good songs individually, but as a, as a full album, it, it flows so nicely. The pacing is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's short as shit. It's 36 minutes. Yep. Also a change of pace from the previous albums. They're usually like, you know, around an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just feels so like executed and the pacing really is uh, fucking, it really knocked it out of the park. Like, so the, one of the singles as well as track two is the song, the news, which I swear after the, the title track, um, ended. I was like, okay, that was a great fucking song. I'm waiting for it to, to waiting for them to ruin it. <laughs> and then the news comes out. I'm like, okay, this is the, this sounds like Paramore. I'm expecting to be like kind of lukewarm. And then within a few seconds, like, oh god damn, it's that baseline. It's yeah. so intricate. Everything is so intricate. It's yeah. a fucking super mainstreamy Paramore song, but it is way more mature. It's way deeper. Uh, and then even the, the lyrics are cynical, which we're, I'm not used to hearing cynical stuff from from a band like this. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I talked about how in a lot of ways it's a throwback to like dancing music, post post punk stuff, 
but the lyrics are very modern, very of the times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forget like this, the stuff on track four. Oh, um, Sikkim Sa. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, that's the other single. That's like, yeah, that's like the most post punk. That one's King on of Four as fuck. Yeah. 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 And like the, the opening song, the title track, this is why I wasn't expecting like, I, I thought thought like holy shit is this produced by danger mouse because it made me think a lot of oh this. i mean the drum sound sounds super fucking danger mousey yeah, yeah and you know it's not and uh i guess this guy who produced the albums worked with the band and, and Haley for a little bit so. yeah he's done most most of their albums if not all i don't i forget um carlos de la garza but what else here so the when i mentioned sterilab sterilab i don't know if i don't think the band is french but i know the vocalist mm-hmm. is french and uh, it's a, a tad ironic because I'm not even mentioning Sekumsa, which is a French <laughs> phrase, uh, but running out of time. That one yeah. felt super French to me. Yeah. Fucking beautiful, gorgeous, a little just strange and foreign and, or strange and European sounding. I don't mm-hmm. even know how to describe it, but by that, by that track, I was like, okay, they're, they're not uh, resting on a formula here. They're clearly doing something different with every track. Uh, they're all going to feel different. Uh, and for the most part, every every song does feel different. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that our listeners listen to the two artists I'm going to bring up, but running out of time, I was just like, it felt like another gear shift where I'm like, ah, this feels more like something like Janelle Monet or, or Kimbra would do. And it's just like, vroom, vroom. Yeah. <laughs> both of them for me. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Kimbra started off as a, uh, like, normal pop artist and then she released a really weird album the golden echo is if if like if you guys like this album and maybe you want something a little more weird but still very poppy that kimber album golden echo is uh kind of scratches that itch for me too so it was it was refreshing thinking about these different artists where for what i know them for i think of pop punk stuff or mm-hmm. other big modern rock bands all right everybody stop listening to me and alex pretend we know what we're talking about because manscaped is now selling beard products that's right they've gone from waist to face to help you replace that bulky razor with a brand new beard hedger pro kit manscaped helps you get the golden rod of a greek god and now they've created the best tools for you to turn heads with a clean perfectly groomed and conditioned beard Finally, tame your mane by going to manscaped.com and using our code EAE for 20% off plus free shipping. I literally just got through using the Beard Hedger like minutes ago before recording this. You might even still be able to see how red my face is from doing it. It's goddamn convenient, all right? It has 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. Never jumbling those little plastic pieces of shit ever again. It's great for traveling and it's a hefty, powerful bitch. This kit is about to change your life. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is made it easier than ever to craft your signature look. This kit will take your facial hair anywhere from Gandalf to totally bare. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. Plus, the trimmer has a titanium-coated T-blade that is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. 
The Pro Kit is much more than a trimmer, though. It comes with four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. It has the beard shampoo and conditioner because all your hair is different and your beard hair is much more coarse and easier to damage. So the kit has shampoo and conditioner specially designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replenish your natural oils, promoting beard health. Next, you got the beard oil. The nutrient-infused oil relieves dryness both on the beard and skin while adding a little shimmer and shine to liven up the look. Cap it off with a beard balm, a pomade that shapes, styles, and moisturizes, bringing the amazing scent of fresh eucalyptus, rosemary, and lavender essential oils. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So you get 20% off and free shipping with our code EAE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code EAE. The Manscaped Beard Hedger Pro Kit, the premier solution to phased grooming all right where were we there's a i mean there's i can't i don't have too many citations in the, in the my back pocket but like albums like this are like the bridge between i don't know garbage and not garbage i don't even know what what to, what to, what to call it because it's like it's insanely accessible this is doing very well mm-hmm. this is being fucking lauded as like oh my god but i agree with it like yeah. this could this could sway some some cynics who like won't give mainstream shit a chance. And also like for people who, who only listen to this, like, okay, if you like this, you might also like all this post-punk stuff that maybe you don't, you've never heard of. Yeah. I, you know, it's not that I want to dislike mainstream music. Cause it's a lot exactly. of, yeah. a lot of it is bad. And whenever I hear something like this, I, I think amazing. Like yes. if this was the norm and not the exception, I I would listen to more mainstream music. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing more enraging than like cool people who who just don't like something because it's popular. It's like, mm-hmm. no, dude, it's because it sucks. If yeah. it was good, I'd be so, I'd be happy that something is. I like having good things in my life. You mm-hmm. fucking morons. But that's how I felt with the the self titled album. Yeah, when I, I remember that I was. I don't know, 10 years younger than I am now because it came out 2013. But I mean, uh, yeah, 2013. So when that came out, I was like, finally, finally something like I can point to in mainstream that I was like, yes, they're doing something good and interesting. And and like, maybe this is moving things in a direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't, it didn't move things in a no, direction. No, in fact, yeah. things got probably worse. Dude, because this is a shorter episode i have time to tell stories like this is so crazy i went over to my buddy's house and he had the the nh nhl all-star game on halftime performance it's just like who's this fucking both both of us and his wife and we were just like what is this fucking garbage music this has to be imagine dragons it was not imagine dragons it was fallout boy oh boy and like I was like, you know what? I was never a fan of Fallout Boy, but at least they had their sound. Yeah. And now they're this. I can't tell them apart from. If, okay. That's that's ultimately the problem. It's like, yeah, a lot of mainstream shit it is bad, but most of it is just trying to trying to replicate the success of something else that's already mm-hmm. been made. So you're never going to get any innovation, never going to get anything unique. And then this comes along and appropriately so, because it's been six years or so since the, the last album. So it's not like they're trying to churn out money makers. Mm-hmm. They, they clearly they're, never did that. They're probably pretty secure in their status. Very secure. Yeah. And I know Haley Williams has put out like solo stuff 
in the, within this time. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that like even from the the previous album to self self titled was four years or something like that. So it's like they they do take their time, and each album does feel very different. Mm-hmm. But it, I wasn't expecting something this like. I mean, th- just from a writing standpoint light years <laughs> better than everything they've done yeah like as much as i like the 2013 album there's so many songs in there that are like oh my god i can't i can't i have to skip it i, I know i know what you're talking i can't fucking take it yeah i know what you're talking and there, there's even some songs in the album where yeah. uh, i love it and it gives me it makes gives me fucking goosebumps and then the chorus comes in, i'm like Ugh, oh god <laughs> oh no so i have this weird cognitive dissonance thing but this it's like it's so fully formed it's so fucking beautiful from beginning to end it's like there are no there are no bad feelings there's no cheesiness on here yeah like the closest thing is maybe big man little dignity which is like the first you know ballad or kind of the first whatever track for me i i I still i mean yeah i still like it i don't i don't um love it the way like you know the the songs that are sandwiching it Mm -hmm. i love those ones uh second sour you first which are both great uh but it's still it's like i the the its placement is perfect because it's it's track five and it's the first kind of ballad mm-hmm. it's like it's the it's the right time for it to come on so it feels good and then you first following it it's like yeah the energy's back up plus it's god damn it oh those bass lines so legit <laughs> it's so crazy because they don't even have a official bass. <laughs> i don't think they ever did yeah <laughs> oh, they haven't in a long time um I will say going back to like the very like poppy things, it's it's so crazy, like um, you know, growing up witnessing Paramore's, you know, rise to stardom. And I think everyone in their head who is familiar with this band, you have your go-to, like what you think Haley Williams sounds like. Yeah. And her vocals on here, she's not like reinventing the wheel or doing anything like drastically different but it's different for her yeah i mean the the choices of melodies alone are enough to be like oh uh, there's there's no like big like yeah nothing nothing like that (laughs) yeah and if if there is it's not in the way you would you'd expect it it's Mm -hmm. it's in a way that that doesn't feel that way uh and there are there are moments of, of just I don't know, like cool choices, like in running out of time where right before every chorus, she does this, this weird, ah, she's like this weird scream at mm-hmm. the very, and it happens every single time. It's like part of the, of the line. And, and even the title track, uh, you hear, cause it's not like, um, you hear the progressions and it's like, it's not like something you've never heard before, it's, mm-hmm. it's, but the vocal line, the choices are like, ah, she did that instead. Interesting. Like there's always something on every song where it's like, Oh, I didn't think they'd do that. I didn't think I wasn't expecting those, that, that particular choice. And that's what makes it great. This album is a really well-made pizza to me. Uh, It's not, it's not that it's entirely new. It's just well fucking made with elements. I like all the toppings are good. It's, presented as a pizza so the masses can ingest it yeah Uh, it's a weird metaphor but i'm going with it it's a good pizza dude it's a good it's a good ass pizza yeah i'll have second i've actually listened to this thing four times (laughs) already i've i've listened to it more than that because uh we were supposed to record earlier oh uh, life happened yes and um yeah so i've you know 
I'm glad I've I've got to listen to it a little more. Yeah, this is this one's going to be probably on rotation for for a minute, but uh, which is which is very it's a that's saying a lot for us because we have to keep moving on to mm-hmm. new bands every fucking week. But I keep wanting to fucking hear it, which is uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Between this and Little Yachty, my 2003 year end. Are this going to be mainstream picks? 2003. I can't. A better, talk, a simpler uh, time, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I can't talk for shit. 2023. Lil Yachty. I haven't heard that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shout out. Sh- fucking. Sorry, I forget your real name. Whoever recommended that in our, <laughs> in our server. I apologize. Uh, I thought you were joking. And then I, I listened to it. It's probably not for everyone. But uh, that first track, I was like. Oh, shit. I like it. Oh, shit. Bizarre. Maybe we should we should cover that one next. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Let us know in the comments if you want to hear us talk about Lil Yachty. I think we might have to cover Lil Yachty. <laughs> oh, damn. What, what are we turning into? We're, we just, we're supposed to be covering Swans and Melvins, and that's it. The, the swans and the Melvins have pushed us to bear more than Lil Yachty. <laughs> it's just the complete polar opposite of, of not digestible. Yeah, and you know what? I've kind of... Those... These like brutal heavy bands have always been my thing, but I've I've always been like that where like I that's not all I can listen to. I need I need like David Bowie's Let's Dance or Prince's oh, yeah. Purple Rain. I need I need these things. You, it, it's part of loving music. It's, it's the diversity. Yeah, it's not that. just liking this specific. That's what I fucking hate. Anybody who calls himself a music lover, like even if you are. A music lover, shut mm-hmm. up. Because that, that term has been used by too many people who, I, who hate a lot of things. I also don't like people who say they listen to everything. I'm like, you probably listen to a lot, but you don't... Listen to everything. You don't listen to everything. Look, I, you can get in my car. I'm, I, I will throw on something you don't like. I can do it. We, so we can make a stronger case than most that we listen to everything, but even we don't like fucking Ranchero. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like right off the top of my head, like Ranchero music, EDM. Yeah, fucking hate EDM. Mainstream country. It's, oh, mainstream country is abysmal. Yeah, fucking Flo- Florida Georgia line. Oh. You can, you can get these hands. That we're on Team Wheeler Walker Jr. on that one. I am, although guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. And it is a guilty pleasure because I know it's an awful song, but it's so fucking hilarious. If if you if anyone is seeking out a terribly, awfully bad, funny country song, may I recommend Cowboy Troy's I Played Chicken with the Train? I don't know what that could possibly be about, <laughs> uh, but I like it. I mean, I yes. know what it's about. Obviously, it's right in the title, but I kind of want to hear it just based on the title. Honestly, uh, This man... When he came out, he called his music hip hop and he kind of, I no longer want to hear it. (laughs) He kind of moved away from it, but other trashier people, even though Cowboy Troy is a trashy person, but uh, a name like Cowboy Troy, I think it's a cool name. Um, I think hip hop is a cool name. Hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop. Uh, Yeah. Whatever. Uh, trashier people have picked picked up the hit cop mantle and uh, it's a it's a it's a very interesting subgenre of music i don't want anything to do about but i will occasionally read about it it sounds like something that should not be it's like a you know okay. a, 
Yeah, no, for absolute Lovecraftian <laughs> horror. It, it kind of is. Hick hop. Oh my God. Yeah. It's an oxymoron. That's for sure. You know what's funny is that like Atmosphere has done songs where I feel like there's been some like country samples or you could maybe argue they are country songs, but it's not vomit inducing. Yeah, he's done. I mean, he's been around for so long and he's literally released every single thought that's ever every musical thought that he's ever thought of has been released as some kind of EP or something. Yeah. The man is way too prolific. Yeah. Uh, and that's only because I, I do dislike a lot of the stuff he's, he's put out. And then like every once in a while, you'll get this, this one album. It's like, Oh man, that's good. He, uh, he is kind of hard for me to, to follow uh, more recently stuff. Last one I like really like was like, when life gives you lemons, paint them shit skull. Really, uh, the album after that, I was is my favorite one. Honestly, okay. the family sign. Okay, uh, I might not agree with that anymore, but I still think it's a great album. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good. When's the last time you listened to Atmosphere? I, you know, it's been a while. I think uh, for one of our year end lists, it might have been twenty twenty. Um, he, he put out oh, one. That's true. And he I puts would. out one every year, but yeah. um. I was like, oh no, this is it's fine. I don't love it, but it's like he's all right. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't loved anything of his in, in a while or theirs. I I don't mean to tease our listeners, but to, uh, we I've I've wanted to do this like kind of unofficial hip hop supergroup he was part of, and they only have one fucking album. Felt no no damn felt is great though that's yeah. him and Mert. yeah Fuck, I that, is about that. that is a good one uh it's called deep puddle dynamics uh-huh. if you're a fan of atmosphere and it is like slug and because atmosphere is not one person yeah. it's slug and i forget the ant ant yeah. yes um uh, it's just i feel like it's a forgotten piece of wait of, when was that hip-hop music it was pretty it was before he blew up oh so it's all okay it's old yeah yeah it's crazy that that album is old now um and yeah if it was um not a lot of people know about this label anticon it was like part of their thing and they they're an interesting record label for Mm. sure for sure if uh if people are like deep you need like a deep underground reference. You ever you ever listen to the first album? Overcast? Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time though. Now it's an underrated one. Yeah. Um, people I mean he was with who the hell did he make that album with? Was that one? Is the only one with um what's his name? Uh MC Spawn. Okay. And yeah, that is on uh Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, another hip hop label. Well, that's his label. Oh, that's yeah. his. Oh, I, I don't believe, know. Wait, is it not his? Yeah. It's his. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I never knew that. I always. It's his aunt. aunt. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was this uh, other group ideas and abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, RIP to idea. Um, yeah. Was Overcast the one where he did the MF Doom thing where they rhyme over that one song that like speeds up and slows down? I don't remember. I think they did do that if on there's Overcast. Any, if there's any album that did it, it would probably be that one. Yeah, that was a different thing entirely. That one, that one like old timey song. Yeah. 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 That was a good album. Yeah. I think that's super underrated. And, and I mean, you look at all the things that came after it. Like, <laughs> oh, everyone knows all these albums, but. It's so crazy, like, in his prime, it's not that, or sorry, in their prime, it's not that many albums, 
But since then, <laughs> oh my, yeah, holy shit! There's so much I haven't heard. Well, here's about. the thing: like uh, in that you know uh, early 2000s period, there's only like five albums or four albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a million bootlegs, not bootlegs, but oh, like, like unofficial e- releases, mix EPs, mixtapes. E- yep. Yeah, there was like a. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. It's in, it's just ridiculous. I do own the demo sexual seven inch on on purple. Oh, so uh, yeah. that was probably like the most recent thing. Oh, I forgot about the Lucy Fort. Yeah. Oh, the the sad clown bad dubs. Those are, oh yeah. my god, there's a million of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're never covering atmosphere, dude. <laughs> well, if we do, it won't include the. There's so many EPs, and like some of these are are like. Which is the one with obvious like Sunshine was one of the most famous songs. It's on one of these. Oh man, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know. Yeah, there's just so many. Yeah, it, yeah, there's two. There's a. I'm gonna go ahead and step away. Step mm-hmm. away. Step away from atmosphere. All right, we slowly, so, lest we fucking get hurt. Yes, I remember they they tried to play him on mainstream radio, but it, this came across like a an Eminem knockoff, which is not fair to. him. What so, did they try playing? Um, I think it was something off God. Oh, trying to find a balance. Oh, oh, I actually don't like that song. I think that's a poor representation of what he does or what, he, he, what they can do. Yeah, I'm sure some somebody was like, well, kids like Eminem, but it's it's apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah, it does. Ah. Uh, well, that we, was a weird rabbit we, hole to go down, yeah, but we, we did it. We started at Paramore, ended at Atmosphere. I don't know how those two were related at all. <laughs> probably. There's probably a way to, you know, Kevin Bacon. These yeah, always is. You know what? It's probably not even that hard because she did the B.O.B. song. I'm sure B.O.B.'s worked with someone who worked with Atmosphere. I'm sure the dots are far more closely connected than yeah, it so seems like. Someone talk. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you got it. You got yeah. it. But this album is great. It's fucking embarrassingly great. It's just like no, no cool person should be caught dead listening to this. But fuck you, let's do it anyway. It's fucking rad. If I may make another weird comparison, this is the the Puss in Two, or Puss in Boots Two. <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry. I can't talk for shit. Today. Puss in Boots Two. Puss in Boots Two. I said Puss in Butts. Yes, which is a different album and topic, but. Puss in Boots 2 is a fucking amazing movie that has no business being that fucking good. Really? Amazing. Amazing. What about Puss in Boots 1? Don't worry about it. Okay. I don't give a a fuck about Shrek at all. I don't care. First Shrek is excellent. First one is excellent. I, I have some feelings about that, but let me tell you, yeah, Puss in Boots 2 is where it's at. I, you don't need to know anything. And now I want Puss in Boots 3. I want Shrek 5. I want a Goldilocks and the Three Bears spinoff. And Jesus Christ. Yeah, same thing. I didn't care about Paramore before this, and now I want all the Paramore. Now we want more. Yeah. Holy crap. You hear that, folks? This album is the Puss in Boots 2. Last wish, yeah. <laughs> Check out Puss in Boots 2, and this is why I buy Paramore. Maybe pair or wine together when Fuck. you when you do both. Make a day out of it. <laughs> Take a date. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out. <laughs> Christ. 
you want to hang out with us further, go ahead and subscribe and talk shit in the comments and, you know, be our friend. All right. And, and open your mind up a little bit. All right. Maybe you will like Paramore if you give it a shot. It's fucking okay. And it's if, okay. If you're a Paramore fan, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think you listen to our, I'm sorry. I don't th- Yeah. If you're a Paramore fan and because but, of, you're probably not going to like anything else you talk about, but, but if you want to give us a shot, a shot, I salute you and uh, good on you. Good on you. Uh, you can find the full album in the description. And you can also follow me on all social media at Panda Monkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Follow our history guy, Tom Ozin, who's putting out a new record uh, in March. That man works quick. That man is very quick and he's very good at what he does and he's good at dipping his finger in a bunch of different pots. <clears throat> so check out all of that stuff and keep updated with keep updated with that at TomOzinSounds.com. Uh, and what else? What else? What, uh, I'm pretty sure we your EP. No, my, oh, that old thing. You can also check out my EP, <laughs> Panda Monkey. There's a link to that in the description. Uh, and Patreon, baby. Yes, Patreon.com slash put your needs. Oh, that's so a, kind. That's so kind. <laughs> Patreon.com slash every album ever. There we got some bonus episodes. We should be putting out some more loose ends um, at some point, uh, which will stay on the Patreon. We're no longer, we're, we'll put some loose ends on the main feed, uh, but a lot of them will be going exclusively to, to Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see our schedule in advance. You get uh, discounts off merch. You get to vote on polls to decide who we're covering next. You get to join our Discord and be a part of our community and suggest EAE singles episodes just like this one. We pull them from the Discord. Uh, and if you're tier two, if you're bigger than Jesus, then you can suggest a full discography for a full numbered episode uh, that take a lot longer to do, but we do them anyway. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I think that's about it. We will, I guess we'll, we'll catch you guys next time. Next week we have a, a very different band, a completely different <laughs> band. If you like Paramore, you probably won't like next week's band, but fuck it. Check it out anyway. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, until next time, see ya.